Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for May the 21st of 2020. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest gaming news you need to know from around the industry. Hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week, it is your one-stop shop for the hottest news you need to know. So if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, be sure to hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. But it turns out that G2A was guilty. G2A pays Factorio developer $39,600 over illegally obtained game keys. Reached for comment, the marketplace owner issues an apology. It is the day that I thought would never come, G2A has admitted. They are ultimately a safe harbor for a lot of people trying to sell stolen game keys. In July 2019, G2A, the company behind the controversial G2A marketplace, offered to open its transaction history to an independent auditor. The goal was to clear its name of any wrongdoing after years of accusations. It helps facilitate the sale of stolen goods. Only a single developer took them up on the offer, and now G2A will voluntarily pay them nearly $40,000. Among its many lines of business, the Polish-owned and Hong Kong-based G2A runs a storefront where users from around the world can sell game keys. It likens that service to retailers like Amazon and eBay, and developers of all sizes have complained for years that the G2A marketplace allows for the sale of stolen goods. The situation has led to shouting matches and heckling between developers and G2A employees in the real world. In 2019, G2A made what it claimed to be a bold offer, promising 10 times the value of any fraudulently obtained game keys sold on its marketplace. There was only one catch. Developers had to work with G2A and an independent auditor. Only one company, check-based independent dev Whoop Software, makers of Factorio, signed on to the program. G2A told Polygon at the time that it intended to use either PricewaterhouseCoopers, Ernst & Young, KMPG, or Deloitte to perform the audit. Unfortunately, according to a blog post issued on Wednesday, G2A could not come to terms with those large firms and just did the audit themselves. Woob reported to G2A a list of 321 keys that it believed had been sold online illegitimately, G2A said in the blog post. After assessing a number of independent auditing companies and finding none that would meet our agreed requirements, Woob and G2A decided that G2A should proceed with an internal investigation. This investigation confirmed that 198 of Whoop's keys had been sold via its marketplace between March 2016 and June 2016. And as a result, GI.biz reports that G2A has paid out $39,600 to Whoop, which is, as promised, 10 times the value of the full-priced game keys in question. In its post, G2A accepts no blame for allowing the illegally obtained keys to be sold. Quote, when we launched this offer, we wanted to send a clear message to the gaming community that fraud hurts all parties, G2A said in the blog post. As we spell out in this blog, fraud directly hurts individuals who buy illegitimate keys, it hurts gaming developers, and it ultimately hurts G2A because we are forced, as the transaction facilitator, to cover costs related to the sale. We wanted to amplify that message and capture people's attention. It went on to add, going forward, it is now committed to compensating developers in full for any fees incurred for any keys sold via G2A Marketplace if they are able to prove they were illegitimate. And G2A has responded to Polygon with a request for comment. Quote, we would be the first to admit that in our formative years as a company, we took too long to recognize that a small number of individuals were abusing our marketplace, said a G2A spokesperson. However, the criticism we received was the wake-up call we needed, and over the last years, we have been totally committed to tackling any incidents of fraud on our site. 
Today, we use some of the most sophisticated proprietary anti-fraud AI technology of any online marketplace for digital products. So, it looks like G2A was indeed guilty of being a hub, a safe haven, if you will, uh, for stolen goods, stolen game keys, those that might have been leaked from the developer, whatever they might be. Uh, it has been a source for that kind of content for many, many years. Uh, this goes back to even a period whenever I was in middle school and high school, whenever G2A was really beginning to become uh, the go-to site for cheap game keys. Uh, you know, whenever you look back, the $60 games that would launch within a few weeks might be down to 30 bucks 20 bucks you never know how low they're going to get on g2a and that trend has continued over the years but the big factor to drive home here is that if you want to support the developers and you want to encourage them to continue what they're doing and you want to show support for their product you should buy from xbox live playstation network uh, steam whatever legitimate platform they are on the developers will get their due you know payment they're going to get paid for the product they have created and so G2A uh, finally taking at least some kind of ownership of the, over the fact that it is a safe harbor for stolen keys is a move in the right direction. But you need to be more frank about it. You need to call it what it is. You did let this happen. You can't just beat around the bush and say, we're all victims here. Technically you are. But you knew what was going on. Uh, whenever you have accusations flying at you left and right, you should look into things. And if you don't, then you are, number one, neglecting your clientele. You need to be able to make sure that people are safe and they are getting ripped off. Uh, and that ultimately, the developers of the games that you're selling, that you're making a living off of, are able to get paid. If you don't do that or you turn a blind eye, uh, you're just not doing the right thing. And that, in my opinion, is what G2A has been doing for all of these years. Uh, now, is the company itself going to be going anywhere anytime soon? Absolutely not. Uh, because if you look back whenever you are low on cash, uh, it is a source for games that are normally 30 or 40 bucks. You can get them for five bucks. You never know, again, how low things are going to go on G2A. And if you're willing to roll the dice on that and see if you can, in fact, uh, get a cheaper game then you are in luck because that is the place to do so. But it is nice to see at least the guys over there at the Czech-based Factorio Development Studio are getting a little bit of a bonus, if you will. Or, in other words, they're getting the payment they were deserving of to begin with. But Sea of Thieves is setting sail for Steam and it docks on June the 3rd. Congrats, Eurogamer, for the, uh, for the sailing pun. Microsoft has now dated Sea of Thieves Steam release for... Excuse me, Sea of Thieves Steam release, there we go, for the 3rd of June. As previously announced below, it will include full crossplay with both Windows 10 and Xbox One editions of the game. And this is an updated story from February 4th of 2020. Uh, so if you would like to play the Steam-based version of Sea of Thieves, again, it is going to be launching in just a couple of weeks, which is a pretty welcome change. Of course, this story comes uh, as an update to a giant movement that's been going on at Microsoft over the past few years uh, to really embrace the world of PC. You see Halo the Master Chief Collection coming to Steam, which is something that was largely unprecedented uh, just a couple of months ago. And so to see Sea of Thieves coming to Steam is further confirmation that the studios behind the scenes that are working at Microsoft Game Studios uh, and those that are creating these Xbox-centric experiences, uh, you're going to be seeing a lot more of 
these games come to Steam, and Sea of Thieves, of course, is still a pretty big game in the modern day. Uh, it's one that I didn't know uh, how to analyze. It's one that I didn't know what to expect with, because it did have a specific niche community when the game launched, but on the streaming platforms, the game has continued to thrive. Uh, and as an Xbox One exclusive, it has become a console seller of sorts for this generation. Of course, there is a limited edition bundle as well, but you know what I mean. Uh, it's a game that people go to the Xbox consoles for, especially if they happen to have a crew of scallywags to go ahead and set sail with. But if you do want the said sale, on June the 3rd, you can pick up the game on Steam, but it's out now on the Windows 10 marketplace. On top of that, uh, you can pick it up on Xbox One as well. But the final story of today's show, Doom Eternal is going to remove Denuvo Anti-Cheat on PC. Doom Eternal is a first-person shooter that continues the story of the reboot. It looks absolutely spectacular on Xbox One X and should provide plenty of single-player and multiplayer enjoyment, but in addition to Xbox One, and of course, PC, excuse me, the, the sentence went on to talk more about that. I'm reading from Windows Central, so I assumed they ignored PlayStation. Let's try that again. In addition to Xbox One, Doom Eternal is available on PC, PS4, and Google Stadia. Today, id Software announced that it was removing Denuvo Anti-Cheat in Update 1. The team said the following on Reddit. Quote, despite our best intentions, feedback from players has made it clear that we must reevaluate our approach to anti-cheat integration. With that, we will be removing the anti-cheat technology from our game in the next PC update. As we examine any future of anti-cheat in Doom Eternal, at a minimum we must consider giving campaign-only players the ability to play without anti-cheat software installed, as well as ensure the overall timing of any anti-cheat integration better aligns with player expectations around clear initiatives like ranked or competitive play, where demand for anti-cheat is far greater. It is important to note that our decision to include anti-cheat was guided by nothing other than the factors and goals I've outlined above, all driven by our team at id Software. I have seen speculation online that Bethesda is forcing these or other decisions on us, and it's simply untrue. It's also worth noting that our decision to remove the anti-cheat software is not based on the quality of the excuse me, the Denuvo anti-cheat solution. Many have unfortunately related the performance and stability issues introduced in Update 1 to the introduction of anti-cheat. They are not related. It is unclear what the new anti-cheat solution will be, but we will keep you posted as soon as we know more. Uh, so, Denuvo Anti-Cheat is a very deep-seated anti-cheat platform on PC that many say breaks the security standards, the privacy standards uh, that many are comfortable with. Uh, it essentially is based in the operating system to ensure that nobody is cheating on the game. Uh, and at some point you say, is it worth having completely and totally cheater-free games to give up my privacy and have this anti-cheat software installed on my PC to the point that I can't really get rid of it. Uh, that's the big question here. And so ultimately, uh, the PC community has been up in arms over the course of the past couple of days around this. Uh, and it is kind of strange to me because, and this is just my two cents, uh, the Doom Eternal multiplayer is not good. It's not going to be a long, thriving multiplayer experience. It's something that if you want to play it, you should probably play it now because in six months' time, it's largely going to be dead. Uh, and so to see it get the anti-cheat on PC, I think is a good move. It sets a good precedent 
brilliant, but the Denuvo anti-cheat that is deeply seated in the operating system, not the best move, um, especially for this game specifically. But anti-cheat should be implemented, and hopefully they can find some kind of solution. Now, Doom Eternal as a game itself, really good. Big fan of Doom Eternal. I played it on Xbox Series X when the game launched a few weeks back. I believe it was in March, if I remember correctly. Uh, and it is very much so worth playing. Was it March? Hold on. Doom Eternal release date. March 20th of 2020. Nice. That was a, that was a good day. Uh, but yeah, so Doom Eternal, really good game. Campaign's fantastic. Big fan of it. Might not be as good as 2016. Big controversy going around the soundtrack as well. Uh, but it is a fun campaign, and the multiplayer is fine and forgettable. But hey, good news. Update 1 removes the Nuvo anti-cheat on PC for you PC players out there concerned about your privacy. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below and let me know what you think about the stories we talked about today. Did you always know G2A was a sneaky little scoundrel? How do you feel about Sea of Thieves coming to PC? And do you care about anti-cheat on PC? Would love to hear your thoughts. But until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of your night. I'll talk to you soon and peace.